Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Episode 199. Oh my god, we're so close. It's the Brooklyn Boys Podcast. Um Scary, that's Brody. Yep. We are uh we're inching ever so closer to a non-event. <laughs> because we don't have anything up our sleeves. I mean, we we, we, we may have a surprise guest. We we do. Yeah, we spoke to I mean, him a few minutes ago. Yeah, yeah he may yeah. be available for yeah, surprise guest. I mean, but then, you know, it's not going to be you know Michael Rappaport. Although no. that would be great if he checked in. No, that but would be uh, nice. you know what? He should come on. And by the way, can we talk about Michael Rappaport? We can because always talk about Michael Rappaport. I told you something last night, and you're like, no. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, Michael Rappaport is capitalizing on David Me? Brody's, um, you know, something that Brody pointed out. Uh, I'll just, yeah, go for it. Well, okay, so <laughs> uh, so two things. He, uh, I got a little financially screwed, maybe. And by the way, the proof is in the podcast. You can actually uh, go yes. back to the podcast with Michael Rappaport and hear it unfold on the air. Yes, it unfolded. Uh, it unfolded for sure. Uh, okay, so two things. The Cameo app, you, most of you guys know what that is. It's where you pay people you like, famous or celebrities or just loser or just people like us. like Scary Jones. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, you pay us to record like a video greeting, a happy birthday for a friend or, you know, and so Scary and I were sort of early adopters of this. Yeah. And when we had Michael Rappaport on our podcast, knowing that he's... Uh, very big on social media and people either love him or hate him. 
Hey, I, I said, you know what? Uh, and plus, also selfishly, I said something to him because if somebody signs up for Cameo and they, when it says, who told you about Cameo? If you tell them it was it was somebody, you know, whoever it was, like me. Cameo then, Fameo. Right. Then then you get like 20% or something like that of forever of their, their income. Something like that. A percentage, yeah. I think like a finder's fee percentage. Yeah. And then so you told Rappaport about Cameo. I did. And I, he said, oh, send me information. So I have, I you know, we, we, we talk on social media directly, occasionally. So I, I sent him a DM after the interview. I said, hey, man, thanks for coming on. You were great. Here's the information. Just, uh, you know, when you sign up, put me down. And we, I, we've talked about this on the podcast. Instead, when he signed up, maybe he didn't remember it was me, but he signed up and he, he said he was recommended by Bethany Frankel. Which the, one of the real housewife women. Yeah. I don't know how they're friends. I don't know. Maybe she mentioned it. He forgot about me. I don't know. Don't forget about Brody or Dre. Anyway, one of the things I, I'm good at, Scary and I talked about this last night, is I pick up on it, uh, accents, inflections, crutch words. Nuances. Nuances in speech. I love uh, analyzing speech. If I talk to people on the phone from customer service, I always say, oh, where are you from? You sound like you're from such and such state. And usually I'm pretty good, pretty close. So I noticed that when Mike, and I, it's on the podcast, I did say it to him. I said, Michael, you have a very unique way, which I love, of cursing people. You don't say you fuck. You say you fuck you. You, you, like he's ready to start the next insult. Yeah. Like you fuck, you asshole. But he just goes, you fuck you. Like he's so mad. He's like, so I, if I remember correctly, I haven't listened to the episode in a long time. He said, oh Yeah. Like he, like he's like, oh yeah, like he was. He I guess I do that, but it was apparent from the podcast episode that he was realizing it for the first time on our podcast that because I pointed it out. you pointed it out, right? Well, he took that idea and he ran with it. He now sells. I think it's spelled U F U. Merch. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. So whatever <laughs> hats he's, it's, it's so he sells merchandise that says you fuck you. Right. Like so he pretty much, he fucked you twice, Brody. <laughs> right. Yeah. So he's selling, now look, there's a chance that he knew he said that and he thought it would be a catchphrase, mm. but I pointed it out. I pointed it out. You did. Also, Fat Jew. The Fat Jew. Nice fat guy. Jewish? Yeah. Love that fat guy. Fat Jewish. Did he ever come up with that book that I gave him a title for? Uh, I don't know, but uh, what was yeah. the name of the book? I got to stop giving information away. Yeah. I mean, this, this goes back to the days of Greg uh, Brady. It's the movie phone. No, Greg Brady. <laughs> oh, Greg. Oh, Let, Greg let's Brady, not get yeah. into Greg Brady. You, you, Yo, Barry Williams. Barry Williams. You yeah, gave so him we ideas. About this, right? Yeah, we did. We, we talked well, about I, it. I wrote a parody. I co-wrote a parody. Go back and listen in order if you haven't heard about it. Yeah, I co-wrote a parody with Barry Williams. I, I co-wrote a parody with a guy named Jay. I don't remember his right, last name. Whatever. DJ in Cincinnati on Froggy FM. The two of us both called his agent and had an idea to do the real Greg Brady to the real Slim Shady, like, you know, 15 years ago when it was a hit. And so he used, I don't know, 60% of my lines, 40% of Jay's. Yeah. And then Barry and his agent changed one line mm -hmm. so that they could put get themselves a writing credit and then didn't pay me or Jay. Yeah. This is like the time the guys from Whammo, the, <laughs> the Nerf company out in <laughs> Los Angeles... They stole the idea of the hula hoop from a woman, and then they never gave her the royalties after they said they would. I saw this the other night on the History Channel. They were they were talking about the uh, the inventions of some of the most iconic toys in history, and these guys, these two guys, are like 
their idea men, but they finally had money to back them. So they had other people giving them ideas for things like the hula hoop, like, like right. the hula hoop. And some woman like said, I got this awesome ring that you, you, and look, you get to, you know, you, you do some dance to it or whatever. You kind of have to keep it up. And they, they looked at it. They said, we love this. We're going to market this. And when we make money on this, we're going to, we're going to give you royalties. Well, it turns out <laughs> that later that year, the hula hoop becomes the hottest toy craze of yep. 1957. Yep. And there were songs written about it. They made money hand over fist. The and then they got they got a, a statement from the woman's lawyer. Sorry, uh, we're suing you because uh, you were supposed to give us royalties, and they said, "Nah, fuck you." <laughs> yeah, people people are people, man. That's terrible. Yep. Yep. Anyway, uh, yeah. So. Yep. Oh, I can't uh, help myself. I give people yeah. ideas. I'm like, oh, no, I have an now, idea for you. We, we we speaking of merch, and we're going to talk about this right up front, and we're not going to mention bread? we're not going to mention it. The rest of the podcast. All right. We, okay, we mentioned we, the gingerbread man, but you go Gingerbread first. man. Oh, right. But the important part of this is it is the holiday season. It's, it's the holiday it's season. It's time to shop for it's your loved ones. It's time to shop for your loved ones. And for yourself. And be indulgent. And if you didn't realize by now, we've been talking about it all over social media. If you buy any two items from our merch store, you get all three, a set of three high quality, mind you. Christmas ornaments or holiday ornaments. Free. So we're going to give you three free ornaments. The, the sweater, the gingerbread man, and the snow globe. And they all have different logos on it. So please pick out any two. And we have some new items like the beanie and the beanie with the pom-pom, you know. So yep. uh, so go to our merch store, brooklynboys.bigcartel.com. That's brooklynboys.bigcartel.com. And uh, make a purchase. Because and and then we have the uh, the holiday sweatshirts that people were asking for that ran it's out of stock. The holiday let. sweatshirt. It's the holiday sweatshirt. And boop dee doop. Hickory doc. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the the holiday sweatshirts and t shirts are back, and uh, along with everything that you've uh, ever okay. loved. Okay. Did, oh. did we talk? Can I mention the gingerbread man? No, yeah. Let's talk about the gingerbread. But the, I mean, it's small. It's a small thing. It's no, been no, no, no. It's no, been corrected. No. But here's the thing. If you received your, you bought two and you get three free uh, holiday ornaments. Right, one of them is the gingerbread man that said F. should say FU-877 on the chest. Some of them went out plain. So, I guess, you know what? I guess people wouldn't have known that it was supposed to say FU-877. Well, they saw the graphics that we posted that clearly. Anyway, if you don't have the email address, I don't want to give it out now and have everybody bombard the guys. But if you if just DM me, if your or, gingerbread or, man does not say "fu ape seventy seven, they'll easily they'll quickly replace it. Is really yeah. the point of it all. Yeah. So just let us know, and then we'll give you the email address to let uh, Matt know, and Matt will take care of it because the people who made them for Matt did not properly print them all. Right. So there you go. There you go. Perfect. All right. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already yeah. see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh, great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Wow, that was a fast finger on the... Uh... You know, on the thing. That's what they used to call me in college. Yeah, you hit that button pretty fast. <laughs> fast finger. I would like to hear the um, the uh, get your trick on a cat scale. Yeah, I'll bring that. that I'll, I'll bring that. I'll bring that back. I'll I want to hear that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of, uh, I just got a text message from my buddy uh, Jeff. I uh, I got tickets. Uh, you don't know the craze. The other night, Monday night, I think Monday mm-hmm. morning, Sunday night into Monday morning. So Monday morning, two a.m. roughly. Spider-Man tickets went on sale for the uh, next Spider-Man movie, um, No Way Home. That's pretty cool. Well, luckily I was up at 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh, God. And I tried to get tickets, and every ticket site, every movie theater, shut down, crashed, overloaded, mayhem. I don't remember the last time this happened, maybe for Avengers Endgame. And so, you know, I have to go the first day or the second day at least, right? And so, uh, luckily, we do a morning show. When we got up at 5 in the morning, I went back on and I got tickets. So that for Thursday the 16th, I got 3D. I couldn't get IMAX. IMAX was just gone, completely gone. So I told my, my buddy Jeff, I said, hey, we're going to the movies the Thursday when the movie comes out. He's like, oh, great. Okay. No, so no. 
because uh, my daughter got tickets with her friends. She managed to get tickets also. And so uh, he just texted me a little while ago and he says, we're going tonight, right? What are you talking about? He says, yeah, the movie. I said, not this Thursday. You're two weeks away. You, 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 oh, you're yeah, yeah. You're already jumping the gun here. So, so he says, no, my kids are going tomorrow. I said, no, they're not. Right. They're going two weeks from tomorrow. Sure. So he just texted me back. Oh, shit. Yeah, that happens. Sometimes I get ahead of myself, especially in December, because there's so much planned yeah, that he, I don't he saw, he, realize. The, the kids must have said we got for the Friday. For the Friday. So he thought Friday. Right. All right. So I don't know what he was thinking. He's not a crazy Marvel head like I am. He should have known that, though, but he didn't know that. Mm. So I was like, oh, I'll still go out tonight yeah. if you want. Oh, okay. You're going to go out. I, but, oh, by the way, um, I didn't tell you this, Brody. I'm going to spring this on you and the slices at the same time. I'm just going to, at the same damn well, time. You're about to get my natural reaction because I have no clue what you're talking about. Did I tell you about? Uh, well, if you did, then I just you just ruined. Did I tell you about what uh, what I'm going to be doing at Z100's Jingle Ball? Maybe I did. No, oh, oh, oh! You said something about um, you'd be doing a lot of interviews. You were going to tell me about it, right? So but you didn't say what you said. I'm tired. I'll right. call you later. Yes, and then you went to sleep. So I've been chosen by Extra TV, you know, the TV show, to be their official red carpet on camera. Corresponded for Z100 Jingle Ball in New York City on the 10th. Oh, that's very impressive. How cool is that? That's not a hit the jingle. That's impressive. Yeah, there's no client. There's no sponsor. There's no catch. Not getting paid. That's not the way it works. I will tell you that as excited as I am, I'm not nervous, and I'm not going to weird out the damn thing because because uh, I don't. Only weird Al makes me that way. <laughs> I'm actually pretty okay with everyone else and very conversational, but. I am nervous for or anxious for a reason. You Why? know how those red carpets go. Oh, sure. Dude, it's cutthroat because you're not the only one there. When I did that Sebastian Maniscalco piece, that was an exclusive. It was just us. We were in a quiet room and we had them all to ourselves. But now I got Entertainment Tonight next to me and beyond that, Access Hollywood. Then to my right, I got, you know, this outlet. I got TV broadcast news here right and then there's millions of people screaming in the room like over here over here and jonas brothers over here yo yo nick and and it's loud and it's, can i get you for a second and a lot of times these artists and celebrities will get on the red carpet they'll take their picture they'll talk to one outlet or two outlets yeah. and then they'll just just buzz off like bye i'm out right. so right. and i know that i'm not going to be the first one on the carpet i'm going to be like third so even though I'm with extra TV, I'll have that nice, nice microphone. I'll feel empowered by right. having the, the, that extra microphone. Like, look, look, Scary Jones with extra. <laughs> Come here. You know, and they'll have a camera. Everything's a professional setup and all that. Um, and I feel empowered for that. And I feel you like, should. okay. But I don't, I, I'm not that aggressive guy that has to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One oh, question. Please, you with a mic in your yeah, hand. Yeah, do it. Do a Lipa. One question. Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran over here. My, my hope is that some Ed of these. Ed Sheeran will recognize you. Well, that's the thing. I would hope that Ed Sheeran and maybe the Jonas Brothers, when they come by, will actually recognize me. Like, oh, shit, it's scary. You know, Ed Sheeran might not know my name, but the Jonas Brothers may because they grew oh, up Oh, the listening. Jonas Brothers know your name. They I told the story, didn't I, about the Jonas Brothers yeah, and my daughter? Yeah, they, they know us all, actually. 
Yeah, the Jonas Brothers, like, they'll go across a room and, like, oh, hey, Brody! Like, because yeah. they know me for, like, 15, right. 20 years. The AJR now. guys, I mean, man, yeah. we since since they started. Oh, yeah. when they performed on the former car- incarnation of this podcast, the, That's right. they the off-air the show, show. The, twice we had them perform. <laughs> it was crazy. It's it's well, a, You can dig, dig through that episode, off-air show. Speaking uh, of the off-air show, I, I don't want to not give credit where credit is due. Mm-hmm. I, I apologize because I should have had this ready. But one of our new slices mm-hmm. uh, tweeted at me and said, I just started the podcast. Uh, I just heard the latest episode. Love it. So I've gone back to the beginning. However, what she said was, I saw that on the same channel, I scrolled all the way down and I saw Off Air Show. So I'm going to start from the first episode of the Off Air Show and work <laughs> my way up. No, look, well, I don't Which is okay because show well, it's still, we it's still good. get credit because it's on this channel. So we get credit for it. Right, I don't want to discredit the, uh, sorry, my phone just went off. I don't want to discredit Off Air Show. I thought it was good. In fact, I'm on a couple episodes. I listened all the time. But it's 147 episodes. It's a, it's a lot. Right? And it's, it it them, weirdly starts at number 32, though. I have to figure that out. I don't understand well, why. Some of them, when we transferred platforms, maybe the first They didn't go. Didn't yeah, transfer. but you know what? Um, I'm, we can't go back. I'm not going to no. pause those. No. So my point was, I said, you have like 100 whatever, you know, 100, I guess I thought 147, but 100, let's just say 115 right. or whatever. Uh, 16. That's still a lot. That's hours and hours and hours before you ever get to we had Brooklyn Boys. A listener te- uh, actually text the big show and say that they, uh, they, they're starting with off air show and they, they, they plowed through the whole thing. And now they're, they're on like episode 32 of our show. Yeah. So oh, uh, I, we're going to talk about how many hours and, uh, of some of our slices listen to the podcast. We're going to get to that later. Right. And then I after want to, yep. I, I just want to tell a quick red well, carpet be, story before we, Oh yeah. Before you do that, I just need a pointer or a, a tip how can I get the interview without being rude but being aggressive? When, what do I call out? Like, what do I say to get, like, Doja Cat's attention? Um, do I uh, yell, Doja? Uh, or, or do I call her by her real name if I know that? You know, uh, you know. I like, would say, hey, it's me, your best friend. Like, make a joke. Like, do yeah. it like a joke. Like, sweetie. Yeah. I would say, it's, uh, hey, I'm, I'm your best friend. Make this I just don't know so, if. Song joke. I, don't, I just, I'm not an aggressive person. So you so, are, so, dude. First of all, you should have a couple of drinks because I've seen you drunk with a microphone. You are the most aggressive. I'm assertive you're, when I'm drunk. You're right. Maybe I should have a few cocktails. I think you should have a couple of cocktails. You know how you are when you get on stage. Hey, everybody! Yeah, I don't hear you. <laughs> Make some can, noise. Yeah, can I get a what? You know, yeah. You Let the beat that. drop. Right. Yeah. Okay. Put the hunk in the bunker. Okay. So I've done I've done red carpet interviews as the interviewer twice, where it was like, well, actually, you and I did the TV guide thing, but uh, like red red carpet, red red carpet. carpet. Rest in peace, uh, you before you you not getting any older than okay. So uh, I did two red carpets for the Walkers and Talkers podcast. The first one was a few years ago. Jamie and I are my podcasting co-host. From Light FM in New York. Sounds like your dog is mangling a fucking buzzard in the background. Yeah, What's going on yeah, there? Barking at the I hold, you know. It's howling at the wind? Yep. No, some of the male person must be, the male carrier must be coming or something. I don't know. It could be a dog outside. At least all three <laughs> of them aren't going crazy. So anyway, um, if it keeps up, we'll, we'll pause. That's okay. So, so it's realism. <laughs> wait, so till you, go, wait till you hear the construction going on above me. <laughs> wait till that kicks in. Oh, nice. So Jamie and I go to the uh, season eight premiere of The Walking Dead. They fly us out. AMC flies us out to oh, LA. Oh, I remember this. And we go to the Greek theater, 
right, which was in the movie Get Me to the Greek. I think that's what, right, it was the mm-hmm. Greek theater. This beautiful outdoor uh, clamshell uh, in, in beautiful weather. It was great. And this very long red carpet. And they on the floor by our feet so that the talent can see who you are. So it's upside down to us. It says Walkers and Talkers podcast. And we're and like to the to the right of us is the guy from comicbook.com, mm-hmm. Brandon, a very established guy. And then like like you know, th- next to them is Extra and and uh Extra. Entertainment Tonight. Like so we we are from left to right, we are probably 30th out of 31. Ooh. There's one person to our right. Okay. Wow. That's very by the way, it must be very fatiguing when you're in the when you start in the beginning and you yes. have to go through the first 12 yes. media outlets where right. this, where they are most of them are asking you the same question. Yeah. Well, how right. how so does it feel to be the 31st? There were well there was probably eight or nine cast members from The Walking Dead and they came out in order of power, right? Like the big shot first and then you know Rick Grimes, Andrew Lincoln, uh he comes out first, right? Okay. And so the guy next to me, Brandon, he's a big shot let's at go, comicbook.com. No, let's not do that. <laughs> And uh, Brandon knows a lot of the cast members. He's interviewed them many times. And, you know, he's got podcasts. He's he's a big name in the sci-fi community, right? Brandon Davis. Yep. He does videos. Good-looking guy, wears a suit to this thing. He's got a cameraman, you know. So the talent starts coming down the line. And the big names, they stop after like 15, 16, 17. They get pulled away. They don't even make it down to our end. By the way, that's timed. That's planned. Yeah. That's yeah, they, the, they, right. that's the. I'm going out on a date, and in about 20 minutes, call my phone so you can, well, they I can also, choose they to also, bail. Because we're in size order, basically, uh, they know where, where the drop-off is. Uh, so I don't get the three or four biggest names. Of course not. So as this, the B-list and C-list cast members of the show, it's who all, I still love, it's all orchestrated. start coming down to us, to our end, Brandon... Jumps in front of me every time and is like, hey, what's going on, Pollyanna? Hey, you know, Jeffrey, what's going on, JDM? My man, how's it going? And they know him. They've met him at previous things. This is our first time, so we've never met a lot of these people. So he then turns, so I'm behind him, right? He makes a a quick uh, 90-degree turn and has the camera, and he's talking to them, and he's talking to them like he's doing a full-blown fucking interview with each one of them. Really? So by the time he's done with them, they're like, oh, a podcast? Like, they look down at our feet and go, podcast? And they some of them walked away. I Credit to some, most of them, the, the B, the C's, and the D's all talked to us. But at that point, he asked them all the good questions. So I was like, you know, but we had a real mic. We, we had a mic flag, and... You know, we were somewhat professional. No, I'm sure. Listen, I'm sure it's a great experience. Yeah. So out of the when 15, they, they don't put you in a position to win, unfortunately. No. So out of the the dozen, I'm going to say a dozen cast members, we probably spoke to seven, which was pretty good. And we got to take pictures, and then we got IDs from them. It was a good experience. When Brandon finally, Brandon's like, "Dude, we should hang out next time you're in town." Absolutely, yeah. He's hugging them like he knew them. I'm like, this is oh, the worst God. guy to be behind. Right, the second time I did a red carpet was also for The Walking Dead at the Paley Center in Manhattan. There's always like someone artsy, who upstages you. Yeah, it's an artsy fartsy like movie screening documentary place. It's really fancy schmancy. So they put me again at the end of the red carpet. But now I thought I was I was just going to because they had a screening of the season premiere or the finale or something. I think it was the premiere of season nine. We'll say, 
And so all I have is my phone. So they're like, you can go on the red carpet. I'm like, oh, fantastic. So now I'm at the end of the red carpet. And again, there's camera crews, there's local, there's, you know, sci-fi channel. Everybody's there, AMC, big shots. And then I get like, uh, they're running a little behind. So when they get to you, you got like three questions. Oh, what? Boy. What? I thought I would have six. I wrote six. No, you said six. Nope. Three questions. Three questions. Well, can I get an, Can I get him to do an ID? No IDs. No. We don't have time. Uh, can I get a photo? Can I get nothing. a selfie? No, no photos. You're at the last or of the line. Or you can't. just ask for forgiveness rather than no, beg no, for no, per- no. permission because that's no. not you, David Brody. No, they stood next to him off to the side in my peripheral vision. And when I got to the third question, they were like Wrap reaching for his shoulder. So wow. when I said, can I get an eye? Let's go. We got to go. The wow. screening's starting. So I, so I interviewed Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who looked, may, may have known him from Grey's Anatomy. He uh, he was in love with Izzy. He, uh, I don't tell you what happened, but anyway, he's a big name. So I'm interviewing him on my phone. You know, look, the, the sound quality was good, but I was like not the guy with the... My point was, you're going to be with the extra crew and a mic flag, and that's real deal. That, yeah. I was a putz with a podcast. That's I want a shirt that says that and a, f- putz a putz with, with a podcast. Pod, putz with podcast and yeah. phone. Here, yeah, talk phone. Into, talk into my phone. The three right, pieces: you got, you putz, got, podcast, and phone. You got you got to do a little bit better than that. Absolutely, it's the Brooklyn Boys Podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. 
We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh, great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So we have a wondering why we're recording on a Thursday. On a Thursday. So yesterday, somebody tweeted us, and again, I don't have it ready, I apologize. Uh, And they said, hey, is the podcast up yet? It was like two o'clock in the afternoon. So I was like, "We, we never do this early on a Wednesday. I said, it'll be up later today. And then, as as always, something came up. Well, I mean, listen, we're asleep. busy during the week, right? Well, you know, again, it's not my fault. So we we're doing it today. Okay, so uh, that's fine, which is fine. And we listen totally as fine. long as we as long as we issue a podcast somewhere within the work week. Right. I think we're good. Yeah, but I know certain people are waiting for it to drop. I get that. You know, we just can't. Unfortunately, we there are things that take precedent. And uh, absolutely. You know, so, so I was out last night. I, it I, sucks. I, I mean, I have to take my daughter. I'd to, love I to be school. on a schedule. Yes, I drop my daughter off every day at an after school activity. Yep. And I drive home, and we do the podcast. Well, I had some extra time because I I was pretty sure we weren't doing the podcast till later, and so on the way home, I pass a shop right, not my normal one, but the one I pass every day. I drop my daughter off. So I'm like, you know what? I need a couple of things. That I'm out of. I, I like to eat a couple of oranges or clementines in the morning during the show. Yeah, that and shit I don't ba- fill me a, up. Like, well, yeah, but they, they keep me busy when I get the munchies at 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was like, oh, let me just stop at ShopRite. But I was listening to the radio. You guys know, you guys listen to radio. You ever have like something's on, you just can't get out of the car, like a good phone tap or an interview? Right. So I'm listening to sports, a sports radio interview uh, it's, uh, in, in New York, and they're interviewing the new general manager of the Mets, and I'm very excited, and it's a really good interview. So when I pull into ShopRite, it, it's, it's still going. So I turn the car off, and I have the radio on, and I'm charging my phone, and I'm sitting in the parking lot, maybe 10 minutes, and, and uh, all of a sudden, uh, this is not my Dodge Charger, by the way. I was in my, my daughter's car. She's away at college, so I was in the, the, the Ford. And uh, the radio shuts off. <laughs> what the fuck? Why is the radio going off? So I, I'm like, maybe it's got like a, I had the car an accessory. So I turned the car off, turned the car back on and the radio's not going on. I go, That's weird. The fuck? So I, I go to start the car, figuring I'll start the car and that'll reset the radio. Oh man. The battery died. Oh, from you having the engine off and just listening too long? Yeah. Now it's a, I put the battery in the car a year and a half ago. A good battery. It, it should not have done oh, that. Boy. So I'm in the second spot. You're in a lucky row. it wasn't the alternator. Sure. Okay. That would have fucked you up for good. That, that's a lot of money. It is. Replace yeah. the alternator. Yes. So uh, I'm in the second spot in the row. So in other words, the car to my right is on the end and I'm in the second spot. And so I'm sitting there and it's cold outside and I have jumper cables because I'm prepared. Baby, it's cold outside. And so I'm trying to, I'm looking around and, and uh, there's a woman in the car to the left of me. And I go, I go, rrr, rrr, rrr. and she looks over like she, I have a dead battery and she gets back in her car and she drives away. 
and somebody pulls into our spot, another woman, mm-hmm. and this is not a male woman thing. It just happened to be a woman. And, and I, I do the ruru and she's like, looks at me and she walks away. And the but she woman think to you're my doing right, a Scooby Doo impression? What? She, she thinks you're doing a Scooby Doo impression? Roast. And the woman to the right of me in a white SUV, she's standing next to my passenger window, getting her keys out. And I give her, give her the puppy dog eyes. I go, and she looks like, oh, that guy has a dead battery and gets in her car and drives off. The guy in the spot, not nose to nose with me, but nose to nose, one to the left. Guy pulls in, and he looks like the kind of guy who either works on cars or has owned a couple of pickup trucks in his life. He's got like a trucker hat on. Is he the superhero that saves the day? So I look at him and I go, fuck yeah. So I time it perfectly. He gets out of his car. He goes to his trunk. And as he's walking through the cars. You knew he had jumper cables. He's 10 feet from my hood. I go. Yeah. And he looks at me and he goes, I got cables, man. I got you. Of course. (laughs) Now, now I heard. Now, I don't know if this is right or not. But if you don't do this shit right, you could fuck up your own car. If you don't, yeah, you could also atta- flood the engine if you put too much gas. Yeah, I, I know what to do and what not to do. So I knew this guy. I had to time it though. I couldn't open the window and bother him. I was I was going for the, like the pity the note like let's yeah. put it on him. <laughs> he was like, I got cables. So I got in the car. I go, I do too. Let's do this. Thank you. And the woman to my right had just pulled out. He goes, and the spot's open. So he swung around real quick. In That's his cool. He parked next to me. You gave know- me a jump. It couldn't have been nicer. So I just want to give a they shout are, out to what's his Scruffy name? McDu- Scruffy Mc Scruffy McTrucker Hat. Uh, hey, McGruff McGruff the the crime dog. Yeah, so McGruff. he gave me the jump. I didn't go shopping because I was like, I don't want McScruff. I, I don't want to turn the car off because you know once you jump that car, you want to get the car running. You want to drive oh. it, charge that battery. So positive it, goes to positive, negative goes to negative, right? That's correct. Yeah. And then the, wait, yeah. the the which is the the red one? It doesn't matter. Well, why? No, one but, of them's always red. As long as you're consistent. Well, because the, the cables just have colored handles. They don't know what color they are. Oh, okay. But so red, the, okay. Red, the red handle goes on the red uh, terminal. Black is negative. Okay, uh, yep. Okay, the they, there you go. All right, fine. And red is positive. That's good. But if you switch them, as long as you switch them on both cars, it isn't a big deal. Yeah, I'd be scared shitless because I wouldn't know what I'm doing. You've never jumped a car? No. That was I've, one of the first things my I've dad had told my, me. I've had my car jumped. Oh my God! Do you know how to check your oil? Uh, yes, that I know how to do. But you don't know how to like if you if you needed a jump start, you don't know what to do. Uh, no, I don't. Wow. I, I mean, I know I know how to. Again, I know where the I know where the battery is. You know, you have to do go. You? you have to go front to front. You have to open the hoods, right? And then and then you connect the cables. No, you, don't. you can go with, side with, to with side. The, with the, they you side can to go side. side, fender fender. All right, thank you, Ariana Grande. Yeah, you can go side to side. I'll open it. I'll open it up like a door or whatever. So, so no, you and you take. Like they usually have these crimpy fucking things, like you know the clamps, clamps right? Yeah. The clamps go on each yeah, the, the, each, yeah, right on the terminals. Terminal, right? Yeah. You just clamp them. Now, some yeah, but cars, when do you? But when do you get? Now, is your car supposed to be running when you do that? No, 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 no. Neither car. Both cars no. have to be off. Yes. Now, what you do is you, see. I didn't know uh, this. Both cars have to be off. Yes. Okay. Yes. You should have them off, unless you're a daredevil and you want to. Yeah. Um, some newer cars have a ground pole in your engine, so you can put the black on the on the on the on the ground. So once the pole. once the, the I understand the cables once they're connected, then the car that can start with the with the good battery starts their car first, right? Right, and then you depending on how dead you think your battery is, it's like flushing a toilet. You don't want to flush it when the tank hasn't filled. 
Because then you do too early. So wait, now your battery charging, your battery is now charging while that car is on. For every second that car is running, your battery is now charging. Yeah, but I I knew that I didn't have a severely dead battery. I didn't leave it like for a winter with the lights on. So do you then, with the other car running, start your car? Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, of course. You start if your it, car, right? If it doesn't start, you 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 get a percentage, right? You in your mind, you, like it goes like your car would normally go, right? But it might go, click 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 click. If you get a click click click, your battery's completely dead for that. Like you, you got nothing. But then eventually you get the, okay. then you get the, then yeah. you're close. Yeah, I'm I'm going electric next time. I think I think I'm really going well, to get okay. an electric car. The 2024 Dodge Charger is going to be either a hybrid or electric. Now, if ever a car should be it's electric, electric, it's the Dodge Charger. That's the car that, that should be Because electric. it's called the Charger. Right. So my lease will get me a 23, because my lease will be up in 23. So I will actually have... I'm done. Done with gas. Uh, well, I'll be done with gas when I get to 26, probably. Uh, I'll have to figure that out. But here's the problem with the Charger. They have to figure this out. If it's a hybrid, it won't be a problem. But you know when you have an electric car, it doesn't make any sound. I know that. The best part of my Dodge Charger is it goes when you start it, and it, the engine sounds like, right. a, like an it, animal. It's a I got a Hemi in that thing. Yeah, and when I accelerate, it goes now. Like now, do will the electric version of that car at least have the sound effect? Just well, so I'm you saying. can get the they're feeling. Gonna to, they're gonna have to do something. I don't want a quiet car. The point of a Tesla is to have no. a quiet car. I don't want a quiet well, car. Well, it's the same thing with cell phones. These these fake rings on these cell phones. I mean, I, they're gonna have to manufacture and and come up with the accurate sound for the Dodge Charger because no one wants a muscle car that goes. I don't want that. <laughs> I want people to know I'm coming five blocks away. Yeah, if that's gonna to, be a problem. I'll record. I'll record the engine noise on a loop and play it through my stereo if I have to. <laughs> I love this idea. This is I great would, to reproduce. So when all regular cars, uh, yeah, the, you that want that engine gas, noise. Like when you start a so Corvette, as they move into the in, into the electric world, will they ever retain the sound? They of have their, to. You start a Corvette. You don't. You want the. You want that sound. Imagine starting a motorcycle, electric motorcycle, didn't make any noise. And it's all sound effect at this point. It's it's, it's all cosmetic. It has nothing. As long it's as like my, a NASCAR. It's yeah. like the, the fucking headlights are decals. They're not yeah, real. They, Nothing's they, real yeah. in that car. You know what I'm afraid of, though? Let's say I buy a Dodge Charger and they give you the fake sound effects, right? So my car sounds like, a, like an old Charger, right? Yeah. What's to stop somebody with a Nissan Sentra from putting in the same, like, module? So when you drive the little pea shooter, you know, you get the... Like that'll be like a fun thing. You have a, sh- a small car with a small engine, oh. but you buy the sound effect for the charger. You upgrade it. That would be great. I love that. In fact, what what about cross pollination of cars, where a Porsche could start like a Volkswagen or, or vice well, versa? It's the same same <laughs> well, company, isn't it? Or even well, it Porsche, doesn't matter. Alley, you name it. Whatever the car is, you have a, a sound panel. Hmm, how do I want to start my car today? Which with, with which cars sound? That would be good. Yeah, like a ving, yeah, ving, yeah. Uh, that's that's the, my big catch. That's the big catch. I gotta have the noise. So, I like that. Um, do what? you know what a reciprocal is? A reciprocal? Yep. Um, I'm, so I told you about my I'm friend. Gonna say, friend yeah, go ahead. Who, who's dating on dating apps? Yep. So he just he 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 told my friend uh, who told me because I'm asking him for juicy information. There are like you can you can check boxes like what you're into. Yeah. Right, like homosexual, heterosexual, there's, yeah, bisexual, homo, bisexual, pansexual, so, and then right. there's so there's there's yeah. gray sexual. I never heard of gray sexual. Yep, 
uh, look that up. There's demisexual. Dem is that uh, after no, Demi Lovato? Demi Lovato, yeah, or Demi Moore. But re reciprocal uh, stuck with me when he told me about this one. Hmm. So uh, it's it's I'm into you once I find out you're into me. In other words, reciprocal. Huh. So if you think I'm sexy, then I'll find you sexy. Automatically, I'll find you sexy first. I don't automatically. Right. So they're not attracted to people. So if you're into me, I wouldn't make the decision. Wait, I would automatically be into you because no, 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 you, because no, no, you're no, into no, me. No. Let's say, let's say I'm you, trying you to meet a girl who's uh, who's reciprocal. Yeah, she is not going to sleep with you or find you attractive until you say, you know what, I'm into you. I kind of you're you're hot. I'm into you. Then she'll be like, oh, this guy's into me. That's hot. I'm into him now. But what I'm saying is, is it an automatic? No, no, no. In other words, that's what allows her to like you is right. Like, but she can't but, like you at all. She's not turned on by you until she until finds out right. You're so she's not meaning she's waiting for people to come to her, and right. I get that. But once no, it's not automatic. It's, it's not just, automatic. It's, words, not, it's, it's never like oh happen. my god, he's in love with me. You know what? I love you too. No, no. It's now. Wait a minute. I she may not find you attractive at all. What I'm saying is that's when they that's when they first are attracted to you if they find out you're attracted to them. Gotcha. I don't think it's automatic. I think I didn't that's know a that this is a, a precedent. Uh, oh my I mean, god! There's like a, a, a preference. He told me there's like thirty, but he told me a couple that were the that were the ones. That, oh, that I want to hear but, more of these. Can we have him on the podcast? I want to hear him go down the list. Yeah, I'll see if he'll go on. I'll, I'll talk to him. Okay. Uh, but so anyway, so but here's my problem: if two people are reciprocal, yeah, they can never get together because neither one will find the other one attractive first. That's right. You see what right, I mean? so then, yeah, they'll just sit there like, doo -doo -doo. it's your move. No, it's your right. move. Then no, it it's your like move. Romantisexual, were they never romantic? It's all kinds of. It's a whole list. Oh, apparently, I I don't remember all of them. I'll look them up. You know, if I if he won't go on, I'll ask him to tell me what app it was, and then I'll I'll I'll, I'll have him send me a screenshot. That's probably the best thing. You've come a long um, way. Send me a screenshot of all of them, mm -hmm. and then I'll look them up and I'll tell you what they are. Sounds good. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. 
with the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. You got to get better at like telling me you're hitting that button. You're like, sounds good. (laughs) Hey, listen, I want to go over our Spotify playlist because they oh, came yeah, out with their 2021 Wrapped, uh, which yeah. is basically, you know, it gives you your year yeah. with the Spotify your app. Favorite song, how long, your favorite podcast, your favorite artists, your yeah. favorite everything, and how, how much you listen to them. And before we go any further, shout out to everybody who screenshotted the favorite podcast, Brooklyn Boys. Man, because I, I guess a lot of our slices. They spend time with the Spotify app on, and they listen. Oh my god! To, they listen and to our so- podcast through their app, and Spotify said, "Hey, guess what? The Brooklyn Boys is your favorite podcast, and you spent three thousand five hundred minutes listening to them this year." Yeah. So I I took as many as I could and I put them on my Insta story. I actually did the same. And I got a whole bunch more today, so maybe I'll put them up later. But I want to just mention a couple. Please don't get mad if I don't mention you, but Sean, 1475. Yeah. 192 episodes, 12,566 minutes Mm -hmm. for Sean. Uh, Will I Am, that's Will underscore I, E-Y-E, I mention him all the time. Listen to 199 episodes, which means he at least listened to one more than once. Uh, um, spin, wait, hold on. Spin dog, wait, I got to interrupt here. S- top this. Spin Dog Fresh 14. Hold on, let me finish the one I'm reading. Will I am? Okay. 12,414 minutes. Okay, this one. You got, well, you got Spin, spin dog, dog Fresh is, 14, got 108 episodes yeah, for 10,963 minutes. Yep. And yep. Lindsay Spector, 199 episodes, 12,414 minutes. Um, But I got a winner. I got to win. I got to figure out who's it. Miss Lauren Taylor. Right. No, Lindsay Spector. I'm sorry, Lindsay Spector. I had the wrong numbers. Right. Lindsay, uh, Lindsay Spector, 199 episodes, 15,726 minutes. Wow. There you go. That's the winner. But honorable mention so for uh, Orange Jess, 4,568 minutes streamed. 
And also JWAG 519 with 3,867 minutes. Yeah. But you know what? We'll more. take it. Uh, we have a lot. And, and, yeah, it goes on. Uh, oh, this one just came in. Uh, Farmanon. That's uh, Danny for the win. A Farmanon. A Farmanon. episodes, 14,531 minutes. Holy crap. So, uh, yeah, we got these. Uh, and so uh, let's, let's well, you know which one I, I thought was the best? For uh, Scary, I want you to read your top five genres of music that you listen to on Spotify. Let's see if we're <sighs> compatible. Okay. From number five to number one. Yeah. Tropical House, Progressive House, House, <laughs> Dance Pop, and Slap House. The number one slap genre. House. Slap House. That's, what the is, fuck is Slap House? I think that's, uh, isn't that legal in, in uh, Nevada? Slap House is that's legal. The, that's the, the, house, the, house, the prostitute house. Yeah. Isn't that called Slap House? Slap House. I don't know. One? I have no idea what, that's a genre of music. That, and that's my number that one genre to. on on Spotify. Yeah, that I, apparently I listen to on Spotify. Is that like you hear the music and you just slap people in front of you, like in the face? Well, truth be told, when I go to Spotify, it's always for a dance playlist. I always and like want to just told I miss you. Yeah, and truth yeah. be told, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm lying. I'm lying. Yeah. Okay, so my fi- top five. Jo- Let's see if any of them are the same. Go ahead. N- number five. Yep. Glam metal. Nope. <laughs> number four. Metalcore. <laughs> Number three, ska punk. <laughs> That's probably a lot of Mighty Mighty Boss tones, if I had to guess. Number two, classic rock. And number one, hard rock. Did we overlap? Not, not a chance. <laughs> we are so completely opposite. <laughs> now you understand why we do a podcast together. Because we are nothing alike in any okay, way. What are your five most played artists? Um, I didn't... Oh, yeah. Five most played artists. Once again... I have no idea how it became this. And I don't even know my number one artist. Number five is Joel Corey, who does a lot of dance music. Joel Corey does... Becky Hill's number four. What the hell's Becky Hill? And which one of these is Slap House? Number three is Medusa. Medusa or Medusa? Medusa. Medusa with a Z. Oh, They do... Uh, they, yeah, they, they do they do with like three or four songs that I love. David Guetta is number two. He's that, the, okay. I gave you yeah. that one. And number one is an artist called A L O K. I don't even know how to pronounce his name. A Lock or A Lock. I don't know These how are some this big be- names. But I here's why I think because I go to the dance the, the top dance songs, A Lock is probably always on there and is always being played. So that's probably why it ended up number one. So you don't even know if it's like a lock or a no, lock. No, I don't know. I never heard of this motherfucker. All right. All right. And, all, right. all right. So what about yours? So my. So I have to preface this. And then this. I'm going to give you my top five songs. These are not my five favorite bands. but what, So I wake up in the morning. I have um, my Spotify and Bluetooth speaker in the bathroom outside the bedroom. So I don't wake anybody up. And I have to get out of bed to stop it. But I tend to wake up to uh, playlists where the first song starts off really loudly to wake me up. Okay, so... Before you go-go. Right. So I pick songs that, are, that start playlists that are good for waking me up. So number five, Anthrax. That's, I'm uh, the man! Well, that's... Yeah, yeah, yes, you would know that one, yeah. Uh, number four, U2. A great choice, by the right? way. That's I think a, I, you so got that's great one of my taste in that. Is beautiful day. It's wake a beautiful, up to beautiful day. Yeah. Uh, three is the Struts. Mm. Love the Struts. 
Two is a band. I'm going to spell it for you. It's pronounced Atreyu. A-T-R-E-Y-U. Uh, discovered them about three, four months ago, maybe uh, six months ago. Love them. You've been obsessing over them, apparently. Love them. Uh, they are a, uh, I guess they're considered metalcore, but they're melodic and catchy as hell. So if you like hard rock, uh, hard rock, it's really good. And number one is Motley Crue, because Kickstart My Heart. Kickstart My Heart, Kickstart Your Day. With the motorcycle, yeah. or, you know. Right, and now, That wakes me up. So those are my top five uh, wake-up songs, now, I guess. I don't know how this happened, but my top songs. Number five is Memories by Kid Cudi, and which is an old song from... Uh, yeah. 2010. It's like okay, all the crazy shit I did last night that'll make the best memories. Um, lose control from Medusa. Won't okay. you be the one to when I lose control? I need your love. Sorry. Um, then there's a song that I never heard of. No time for tears. Again, you never heard of it. Little Mix and Nathan Daw. I don't know Little what song. Mix. Then a so, number two is a song called I ne- again never heard it. Gotta be you by a group called Nervo, who I know they're DJs. Nervo and number one is Goosebumps. I get those goosebumps every time. But I don't think that this is a good portrait or snapshot of me. I, it's not representative of who I am in real life. I just think it's more representative of the fact that every time. I turn on Spotify, I hit the dance, current dance playlist, and those were all the songs and artists that were in my rotation. Because I don't use Spotify for anything else, really. It's yeah. only when, you know, if I'm just hanging out and I just need music, I'll just pop all right. it on, all right. you know? Uh, so I had a little run-in with Spotify. Tell me what you would do in this situation. So uh, sometimes when I hear a song I don't know, you Shazam it, right? Yep. Sometimes it's a song I know, but I don't know what album it's on. So I'll Shazam it. Because I want to like just remind myself while I'm in the car, oh, what album is that? So I can listen to it later or make sure I have the album. Right. Okay? So I'm listening a couple of days ago, uh, and ACDC comes on, a song called Big Gun. And I know it's on one of the late, later albums, last one of the one before it. It's recent. But it's a really good song. And I, I wasn't sure what album it was on, so I Shazammed it. Now, when you Shazam it, at the bottom it says open in Spotify. Right, you know that. Yeah, you can't change that. Is that the default, or is that? Yeah, no, it's it's is they that still deal with it. It's a, they work together. It's uh-huh. you can't change it to pirate radio. So you open it in Spotify. So if you like a song, you can go open it up in Spotify, oh, add it to a playlist, whatever. Cornered the market. Right. So when I open up ACDC, now ACDC, if you don't know, is spelled AC slash DC. Yep. So I go to open it in Spotify, and it says. No songs found by the band DC. It, it's reading it as DC. It doesn't read AC slash DC. So if you just wrote AC DC in a row without the slash, does but it find I'm it? I'm not the one writing it. The app opens it up automatically. Uh, right? If, you, if, you're, if you're in the search window, you type in AC DC, it knows it's AC DC. So it's obviously a glitch. Now, I don't know if it's a permanent glitch. I don't know if it's a recent glitch. I don't remember if I've ever searched AC DC songs before in this way. So I said, you know what? I have the Spotify email address already in my phone book because I've had to correct uh, like bands that are in the wrong uh, folder. I've sent them corrections, and they, they're always right back. They're great at it. So I wrote them an, uh, an email, and I said, hey, I described the problem I just explained to you, Scary. I sent a screenshot of the error, mm-hmm. and I said, look, 
I don't have the time. I don't know if it's all ACDC songs, if it's just this ACDC song. I don't know. I'm letting you know that when you connect from Shazam for this song, there's a problem. But if you guys want to check it out to see if it's all ACDC songs, I don't know if it's it's a new thing, an old thing. Just wanted to let you know, thanks. <laughs> now, I've done my part, right? That's it. That's all you can do. I mean, I, I wouldn't stress over it any further. So here's what I got back. Hi there, David. Thanks for getting in touch. We know it's not cool when your Spotify app is not working seamlessly. Don't worry. Resolving issues is what we're best at. Well, it's not my issue. First off, we appreciate your effort in sending us a screenshot of what's happening. Okay. Uh, with that, have you tried using other devices? Different internet connection. Also, does the issue persist if you tried searching the said song manually directly in our app? Please also make sure that both the app that that uh, the app is up to date. We're eager to get this sorted out. We'll keep an eye out for your response. So I wrote back, dear Spotify, I do not have time to investigate this problem. I'm not. It's not my Wi-Fi connection. What what reference? What would it matter? What my data connection was? Your app isn't searching properly, okay? I, I don't know if the app is updated or not. I mean, it is updated, right? But that's on, go, just do a search. See if it works for you. So I wrote back, I, I really, I'm not interested in helping you. I'm sorry. I don't have the time. I gave you as much information as more than, how many people would even give that much information, Scary? And a screenshot. No one would even come close to putting that much energy into it. That's correct. So they, so, so I wrote them and I said, I don't want to help you anymore, basically. Politely, but I don't want to help. Okay. They wrote back, hello, David. Thanks for getting back to us. Kindly send us a video clip of what's showing from your end so we can investigate further. It's also best to try searching other songs to check if the issue still persists. We'll be on the lookout for your response. So I wrote back again and I said, again, I'm not going to send you a video clip. I sent you a screenshot and I detailed in my explanation and I told you I didn't want to be more involved but now you're making me send another email I'd like to move on love your app have a nice day then they wrote me back mm. thanks for recently contacting Spotify customer service we would love to hear your feedback about how we did in wow. helping you with your question they have you running Please in circles here. you're chasing your tail now at this they point. want me to fill out a survey <laughs> no. to let them know how they didn't listen to what I said <laughs> Because it's all done by bots. I mean, we've had this, this is the same conversation over and over again with these customer service that are on autopilot where they're just algorithms or they're looking for certain keywords and thing. phrases Every and they pick up I've, on certain things and they're not going to, they're not really answering your except question. They referenced my screenshot. They referenced, right? They referenced, but it's things. still on auto. It's no, still no. on auto. But there's no, the there's no human behind oh, this. That's not true. Maybe not these, but every time I've written, written them about a song being miscategorized before, or, or like, okay, so one of my favorite bands is TNT. It's a glam metal band from the 80s, hair metal band. When I went to their folder, there was a Latin DJ group called TNT. Their songs were in the same folder. I emailed them the problem. I got an email back within an hour. We see the problem. We're going to fix it. And then later that day, it was fixed. And then another time I saw two bands with the same name were in the same folder. I, they corrected it. They sent me a thank you note. It was customized to me. It was not a bot. This situation pissed me off no end. You try to do a nice thing, and they try to bleed you dry. Am I right? You're right, Brody, but you're not going to change the world. This I'm is... going to try. No, you're, you're not. not you're not. Podcast. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. You just, you know what? Sometimes you just need to lay down and roll over. And just, let's, well, you know, uh, sometimes okay. you need to take it in the ass. I, well, 
I'm not. I'm not going to take that recommendation. <laughs> but you know what uh, I'm saying. But what I'm saying, not, you know, no, just because that's not. Just who let I am. them. Let them. Let them cram their bullshit. Nope. On you. You know, and, it you all know, comes and around. then just walk away. No. Just say you know what. I tried. I did my part. No, it's I'm about a good winning. American. I'm out. It's about. I did. I did. I well, listen. I did give up. I did. But I'm. I'm. I usually win. You know that. Uh, you remember that story I told you about the woman who wanted me to discount the chairs because she wanted to pay to have them reupholstered? Yes. Well, I won that one. You know why? Because I didn't sell them to her. And last week, a woman came and said, I'm going to reupholster the chairs. When can I come get them? And, uh, and, and she came. Yeah. And I said, I told her the story. She says, well, uh, my husband's an upholsterer. He's oh, going to do it. Perfect. So I got full price for the chairs. You did. And I sold them to an upholsterer. Finally, you got Finally. some closure. You lost a little, a few hairs while you were at it. That's not why I lost you it. went a little grayer. But you know what? You you got your cash. You, I did. You got a payday. I All did. Right. Look, we're we're running late here. Take, take a deep breath. Take a deep I breath. I got I got one more story, and uh, we which wrap we'll this do up. right after this. Right after this. Jesus Christ! It's gonna end up on a T-shirt. Okay, we have some email to go over. The no, Brooklyn Boys Podcast. We will be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. 
We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy. And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh, great, you see me too. We'll laugh together. We'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Time management, David Brody. Time management. Okay, so I want to tell you this story. I want to explain to you. Do you know what Bobka is? Bobka is, yes, from the TV show Perfect Strangers. No, that's Balky. Bobka. They had the Baby Bobka episode. Where Balky was a babka baker, and he had to do the babka song. Yeah. When when you're rolling out the dough, just be yeah. sure to roll it slow. Okay, so um, baby babka make you sick. A, no? Babka was also featured in an episode of Seinfeld. It's it's a chocolatey. No, not has chocolate undertones. It could have chocolate undertones, so but it's it's a cakey. It's a yeah. Babka is a sweet braided bread or cake which originated in the Jewish communities of Poland and Ukraine. Poland. It yeah. is popular in Israel and in the Jewish diaspora. It's Polish. It's it's Jew bread. Okay. It's an Ashkenazi thing. Okay. You can either usually it's either chocolate yes. within the folds right. or cinnamon. Right. It's within the folds. Right. Cinnamon. But right. like your people, scary Italians would never like on Christmas have like a ham and a babka. Babka. Uh, let me right. tell you, my family likes a lot of things that are not uh, Catholic or Italian. I understand that. But they wouldn't, it's traditionally it's in Jewish bakeries. You wouldn't go into an Italian, Calandra's Italian bakery. They're not selling babka. They're not selling babka, okay? So when you see babka They're selling baba rum, though. Okay, when you go to a Jew's house, you might bring a nice babka. You may. A chocolate babka. Seinfeld said, the chocolate babka doesn't take a, the cinnamon babka doesn't take a backseat to the chocolate babka. Anyway, chocolate babka is fantastic. (laughs) Cinnamon babka is pretty good. So Jewish babka, babka is like, could not be any more Jewish if its name right. was Moisha Babka. Right. Okay? It's it's on the same level as Kugel. So uh I'm, I was and invited. Latkes. I was invited. We were invited to a to a friend's house. And Kasha Varnishkas. Thanksgiving, uh Thanksgiving, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. A little pre and pre Thanksgiving dinner at a friend's house. Okay? And gefilte fish. So I go to Whole Foods. They told me I was in charge of dessert. So I'm gonna get a pecan pie, maybe a pumpkin pie. Maybe both. Please to okay. eat my pecan pie. I'm in the produce section, okay? And on the ledge, you know how the produce sometimes is in like square boxes? Yeah. And they put ice in it, right? Uh-huh. There's a square box, and on diagonally on the corner of the box right. is a chocolate babka. Oh. Now, uh, uh, this is at the beginning of the store. Is it a random babka? It's a, it's a babka. Just it's a random there. babka? Rab- there's a couple of people in the general area. But there's nobody looking at the babka, just sitting there. It's by itself. So I'm like, this is a this is a this is a sign from God. Get the babka and bring it to your friend's house. They would like a good Jewish babka. Good. Okay. I go and put my hand on the babka to put it in my cart, and I hear this. Yo, man, that's my babka. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> and, and, let me guess. It was the last person around you that you would think that was, is correct. Was uh, a, was, a, was was ordering the? Uh, but the was, I know, would say to you, in describing the man, uh, not was, a Bobka fan. He was uh, six foot six at least. Obviously, yeah. he was he was a black gentleman. Yep. And I uh, in the the word the, the, these words have never preceded the word Bobka. <laughs> Yo, man, that's my Bobka. That's my Bobka. That's how exactly how he said it. Yo, man, that's my Bobka. That's great. He sounded like a little like Shaquille O'Neal. We live so I, I was like, in a cultural melting pot. So I turned around. I'm, I I thought he was joking. I legit, because I honestly, in my life, growing up. Well, first of all, things, he knew the name of it. He knew it was Bobka. So how I've could never it not in my be life, Listen, not only have I never seen an Italian person grab a Bobka, in my, in my recollection, I have certainly never seen a black man grab a Bobka. And he said it like, like I would say like, hey, that's my Bobka. He said it like this was his pride and joy for the evening. This was his like his home run. That's great. This was like he was like, "Yo, man, that's my Bob." Did you ask him where to find the rest of them? No, I knew where they were. They're in the bakery section. But I was like, "It's right there by the produce." So I was like, "Oh, I'm just gonna I'm grab just it." Just grab the Bobka. But what was he? I, did, why did he? Why was it unclaimed? Why was it not in his cart? I, because I think he put it down for a second. Because was when I walked into the area, I noticed he was talking to a friend or somebody else. Okay. That's so, so he was great. Just like put the bobka down, and I walked over. I'm like, because you know, you look around, right? You look around. So, like, like, if there's an empty cart, right? You go. Anybody looking? Like you look around. Anybody? No, it's an empty cart. So cart. why? Why are you so fascinated by this? Is it because, the fact that this man is the last person on earth that you thought would be yes, buying yes, a bobka? Yes, that is correct. And not because I and look. Well, he may be Jewish. So Jewish is is which a, is fine. Yeah, he could right. He could be black and Jewish, but. Colin Kaepernick is Jewish. Like, Brody, right? you have to understand something. You have to understand something, Brody. I grew up in Brooklyn, which was As a culture. And, and of course, we grew up in our little circles, in but, our little neighborhoods. But there were neighborhoods. no black people in our neighborhood. And I understand that. But there are a lot of Jew- Jews, one thing that my, fa- my parents did, and my father, is we would, we would enjoy the delicacies of other nations. We would drive nations, all yes. the way, we would drive all the way to, at the time, Greenpoint, Brooklyn, which yes. had a very big Polish. And we would go to a place called White Eagle Provisions. And I would walk okay. in the store and, you know, I'm used to the, the, the Italian pastries and the cold cuts and the Italian this and, you know, the supersodded chicken parm. Yes, I'm used yes, to yes. delis like that. But but we would go into these Polish places where I would get a whole new perspective on life. And I, my father would order some Polish delicacies from behind the counter and say, oh, yes. give me a little bit of that. And I learned Pierogis. over the years. We would go into the Russian neighborhoods and, and order chicken Kiev. I would bring, my father would bring yeah. home chicken Kiev for chicken dinner. Chicken Kiev is, is pretty close to chicken cutlet. But, it, but yes. it was beautiful. It was wonderful. It had a very different taste to it. Yes. And that's like a Russian dish. You know, yes. what we went- By all, the way, chicken Kiev is now pronounced chicken Kiev. Didn't know Did that. You know that? Did not Kiev know that. Is, is pronounced Kiev okay, now. didn't know that. Well, so, but my, what I was getting at was- I'm the last person on earth that you would think would be ordering the chicken Kiev or the Kiev, the chicken Kiev. But I learned about Mediterranean food, about, about, you know, Israeli and Greek and, you know, Russian and Polish and all, all this stuff. So I have learned this over time and, and, and I was learned, learned to keep an open mind about other people's yes, foods. Yes, absolutely. And, and I, so, as do I, I eat, I eat foods from other cultures so also. if I hear a guy say, yo, but man, that's my babka. I'll tell, I'll tell you why it's different. I'm not, I'm not thinking twice. I'm not flinching. Yeah, but, but, In fact, but, I'm actually amused. I'm like, yeah, yes, you, go and you go on with your bad But here's ass. the thing that if you're not Jewish, you won't understand this necessarily. Everybody eats Italian food, Right. Everybody eats Mexican food, Tex-Mex, Spanish food. They were like French food. There are bigger cultures 
bigger bigger types of food group uh, cultures uh, uh, that people eat, right? Yeah. You, you don't necessarily uh, eat food from Indonesia. No. You might, right? But it's not as popular as Chinese food or Japanese food. Correct. Okay, there's tiers of food. There's levels of cultural food. It's all great. I'm not saying Indonesian food's not as good as Chinese food. It's just not as uh, Americanized and as popular in America. Okay? So Jewish food, I think, has a stigma that people like, oh, I don't know what, the matzah balls, what's matzah? They don't even know what it is. They Like, no. people don't know what a knish is outside of... That's why I, lo- I love it so much. I, I, I'm a glutton for Jewish you food. you grew up in Brooklyn where there's Jews everywhere. There's huge Jewish communities right. like Borough Park. Well, guess, My yeah. point was, I, I, I've, I am not accustomed to, to non-Jews eating Jewish food. Understood. And so when this man was like, yo, man, that's my babka. I was like, what? What? I thought he was joking with me. I thought he was like an employee. He was like, oh, watch me. Let me just fool this Jewish kid here and just watch a, a freak him that's out. That's hysterical. That's great. Did you have a conversation with him? No, I said, I just said, oh, you like babka? I, I said, is it good here? He's like, it's great. I was like, okay, good. Great, good. I'll go get my own. Thanks. I'll see you in the day for a second. I don't know if I can trust him because he's not Jew. I don't know well, if he's Jewish. Well, never, you never know. But, you, you know, similarly. It just threw me. So now I don't think I'll ever look at a babka again right. and not, Brody, not think to myself, Some of the no, man, that's most my sweet-smelling pastries I've had or yeah. tasted and smelled was in a Portuguese bakery in uh, in the Ironbound section in oh, Newark, I walked into Portuguese food. Portuguese bakery. They have these awesome little. Oh my God! They have the little cream inside. These little little. Oh, do you like Cuban what, food? Uh, yes, I do. I love. Okay. Ro- I love. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to say ropa vieja. I'm going to say the obvious stuff, right? Yeah. So, so I didn't eat Cuban food till about five, six years. Cuban ago. food's great. I like. Ma- yeah. Oh, Madeira. You, know, you know why I didn't eat Cuban Madeiros? food? Because yeah. you know what's on a Cuban sandwich? Mustard and, and pickles. Yeah, but that's just, things, this is one thing. Okay, scary. But growing up, when I heard Cuban sandwich and it had, the, I thought, mustard and pickles, why would I like Cuban food? If their signature sandwich has two things I hate, <laughs> why would I eat dill. Cuban food? They why, got me with the dill. <laughs> I assumed Cuban food was a lot of pickles and mustard. I didn't know. So then when I got older, I was like, wow, Cuban food is steak and different things. Plantains. I love Cuban got food. a lot of stuff. But Cuban food, again, not as popular as Mexican food in America. No, it's terrific. Not. No, but I so Jewish food. You, listen, you can go to. I would say eighty five percent of America does not have Jewish food or Jewish people or have so, tasted Jewish food. Right, right. I like I said, I knew a woman who, who moved from that's the Midwest why to New Jersey. I told she you know what a knish was. That's why I told everybody when they come to New York, they got to go to Sedell's. Sedell's no. is an amazing. No, they got to go to Katz's Deli, not Sedell's. You don't go to Fufu <laughs> to start. You don't go to the Fufu place. Can we do to try some new mail culture. and then we get out of here? Oh my god! All right, I got like four minutes. That sounds like. By the way, I didn't explain Kiev. Should I explain Kiev? Welcome. Wait, wait, wait. You're talking over the jingle, damn it. It's from 1986. Okay. Explain it. Go ahead. (laughs) Okay, Kiev used to be part of the Soviet Union. (laughs) But now it's part of Ukraine, and they have a and different the, dialect. Right, so they call it Kiev. Right, right. It's K Y I V now, where it used to be K I E V. Okay, hold well, everything you ever else. Chicken I'll Kiev. Take, I wanted you to I'll know. I'll take the K Y. Brody knows things. The K Y. Yeah. Read some email, and we gotta get out of here. Man, you rush. Sounds like talking over the jingles. Oh, I love Rush. They should talking over the jingles and everything. You've got. Why do we keep talking over jingles? What? Always email us at the Brooklyn Boys Podcast at gmail.com. Rebecca Chan writes to us and says, "Please." Thank the Brooklyn boys. Really appreciate you for addressing the mispronunciation of Peng Shuai's name in the media. As a child of Chinese immigrants, people constantly... 
constantly, people constantly mispronounce and misspell my parents' names. While I understand that these mistakes can happen, the stakes are higher when it comes to the news. Mispronouncing a name and one that is actually not that complicated, if someone just took an extra few seconds to fact check, comes off as dismissive and disrespectful, especially given the circumstances. Thank you, Rebecca. Yes. And we're talking, she's talking about P-E-N-G. S-H-U-A-I, where people were calling her Peng Shui because of Feng Shui. Right. And and but we know it's Peng Shui. Did I get that right? Well, yeah. Well, you know what? Um do you know who uh well you don't watch the Daily Show. Well but uh one of the correspondents on the Daily Show right. is um I, I want to get his his background, is Indi is Indian descent. His name on the Daily Show was Hassan Minaj, right? As a comedian, he was Hassan Minaj. Right. Well, now he has his own show and a bigger career, and he's not on The Daily Show anymore. And he was on The Tonight Show about a month ago, and Jimmy Fallon says, coming up on the show, ladies and gentlemen, Hassan Minhaj. Ooh. So wait a minute. So I said, what? How does Jimmy Fallon not know how to pronounce his guest's name? Hassan Minhaj. So he comes out, and he goes, your name's Hassan Minhaj, right? He goes, yep. Wow. He said they Americanized my name to uh, Hassan Minhaj. Oh. But his name is actually... Hassan Minhaj. Brother of Nikki. Is that the cousin? Not Minaj. Oh. Minhaj. You said Minaj. Anyway. Right. Well, she's French. That's Minaj a trois. Uh, Craig Brosler wrote to us on uh, on email. I saw this while scrolling through Facebook. Instantly thought of you guys. It's a huge sign that someone put up. Professional. And it's an ATM machine available inside. Yes, I saw that. <laughs> That's oh. hilarious. Brandy Simmons with the uh, Simons with the typo police. Um, listen, want to say my, my stepdad passed away recently after a long battle with Parkinson's. One thing we shared was our sense of humor. He was in and out of ICU for weeks and was bored out of his mind. I played him a few of uh, the the Brody's rants and the stories from that you guys tell. The first was the UPS story. One of the few times he left in his final few weeks. This is a gift Aww. I cannot thank you guys enough for. Um, anyway. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And then she goes into uh, a typo that she saw on the TV show Hoarders. Uh, that's from Brandy Rutkowski. And that was, uh, it's a visual, but they spelled right. Hoarders wrong. Hey, um, before we get out of here, should we make a shirt that with a picture of a Bobka that says, yo man, that's my Bobka. Yo man, that's my Bobka. I don't know. It <laughs> might sell about three. Yeah. Um, I'll buy one. You, you will uh, buy it. Okay. Let's Wrap see. Wrap it up, Scare. I gotta go. I, okay. Okay. All right. All right. So, uh, dear Beery and Scrody. Understand you guys work hard and often, and often, but I greatly appreciate you getting off your asses and getting back to work. I need new Brooklyn Boys podcasts. Don't take vacations. Oh, I love sorry. your off time, but please, that he wants us to issue a podcast on a non-working week. Um, We've done that in the past. We couldn't do it this time. I'm getting. I'm ready. This is what he wrote while we were on vacation. I'm ready for you to get back behind the mic and talk some shit for fuck's sake. I know there's got to be a ton of stories from the past couple of weeks. Uh, Brody and Squeery, Skeery and Brody, Beery and Scrody and Scrody and Beery. Thank okay. you so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that goes for you, Chris Travers. We're back. What can we say for you? Um, then we have uh, one other one, if I may. This is your last one, Sky. Gotta go. Okay. Okay. Sorry. My last one. Okay. Legit. All right, all right, Brody and Scary. I love the Bizarro episode one ninety five, uh, episode one ninety five, where Brody is healthy and Scary is less bougie. <laughs> Brody's eating healthy, Scary's less bougie. But I do have a gripe with Scary. My last name Della Bernarda is a classic Italian name, and Scary thought it was Jewish. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Take his Italian card away, Brody. Totally joking. I'm sorry, I mispronounced your name, Brian Della Bernarda. But there you go. I thought he was Jewish. And um, and finally, Paola, 
says, oh my God, love you guys. Go Bensonhurst. I recently visited a friend in the Poconos. We went to a Dunkin' Donuts and she placed her order, which was three large coffees and a couple a couple of sandwiches. The girl at the window told her to please drive up and park in the handicapped parking area. I lost my shit. I was like, no, don't you dare pull up. This is a drive-through, not a park-through. My friend, right. who doesn't listen to you guys, who now she now does, did not understand why I lost my shit. But of course, I explained it, and she thought it was ridiculous to get upset. And anyway, it was pretty funny. I got upset. She didn't. But I listened to your podcast. Wonderful. Love you guys. Been listening since episode zero. I'm up on number nine, number 76 right now. Love Paula D. No relation to Paulie D. Hey. Oh scary. Yeah, dude. Real quick. Oh yeah. Everybody, God. go to ElvisDuran.com slash sauce and watch me cook a lasagna. Rayo's sponsor. Brooklyn! Hit the jingle, bitch. The Boys what the? from Brooklyn. What, the fuck? what are you Brooklyn! doing to me? about what are you doing what are you doing brody the hell hey no 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 that's not right hello he fucking left me here by myself i can't end it like that okay i just want the slices to know that dave brody did an inappropriate fucking commercial for himself a sponsor on the way out when it was too late to hit the jingle, and I don't even have a jingle for him. I'm going to have a jingle made, and we're going to play the jingle on Brody next time. Fuck that guy. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one listen to a really good cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts The Black Effect presents Family Therapy and I'm your host Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner David David he is a leader he just don't want to leave me well, how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.